Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, welcome to the Newcastle Natter. This week I am joined by Paul Doolan. Hello. Dave Watson. Hello. And back with no demand, <laughs> Luke Benson. Hello. Former host, former friend. So, uh, <laughs> uh, we're up. Mm. Officially. Yep. Are we yeah. happy about that? Yes. I mean, yeah, I know. Well, but there was, a, there was a thing, if you, if you listen back to the last few podcasts, there was a real air of, as a group, we didn't give a shit whether yeah. we went down or not. Well, I think I was just going to take positives no matter which occurred. Because I was, I was be able to say, oh, we stayed up and that's great because of all the extra money and because we're in the Premier League, we're in the top flight. And if we went down, it's more likely that Ashley will go. It's more likely that we'll have to have a root and branch change of the club. We'll have to, you know, that's why I was So what you're saying it. is, no matter how you look at it, at it it's been a great season. <laughs> yeah. Well, not quite. But I'm just going to take the positives. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Paul, you watched the game? I did, yes. What was it like to watch a game that actually meant something? It was very weird, because, like you say, in the weeks running up to it, we've all been feeling quite apathetic. And then, kind of in the week build-up, it was like, oh, wait, no, I I do care. <laughs> I'd forgotten, forgotten what this was like. And then that turned to massive nerves. Yeah. And then the morning of the game, I was just a wreck. Couldn't really do anything. Well, the last time I felt the nerves like at this level was definitely when we played Benfica you know in the uh, in the Europa yeah yeah that that was the last time because it was there was so much riding on it and you know obviously we fucked up last time but and how long ago was release. that remind under me Pargy. under Pargy. yeah but how long what was uh, that two Four, years three years three, three, three years yeah, yeah, yeah. okay so um, I didn't watch the game as we established you playing shit in the cricket. last <laughs> I was in the last <laughs> podcast I played shit cricket and you're right to call it shit cricket because I was out for a duck I was actually out shit it yeah shit I played shit it (laughs) (laughs) correct Luke and I was out before the game even started so technically I could have watched but owing to those goddamn cricket rules you are required to field could you not just sob out sorry could you not just sob out get somebody else to play 
No, no, because I'm a team player. Get a, get a red at the yeah. halfway at home. Yeah, yeah, exactly. See, we don't have those. Two foot there, umpire. <laughs> we don't have reds in shikit. Yeah. I gloved one to the wicketkeeper, though, which is the most grown-up way of getting out. <laughs> I think sounds good. Luke. Hello. You didn't watch the game either, did you? No, I took um, when Carver gave that address to the squad when he was like, if you're not up for the fight, there's the door. And I was like, all right, well, I don't fancy it, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't watch the last you game. You took Steve Stone's open door. I did. Wow. Yeah, yeah, nice. Well, as a, I mean, that is our sort of USP as a podcast, is that quite often a couple of us didn't watch the game. Um, but, uh, Dave, you did watch the game. Yeah. Um, was it mainly enjoyment or mainly stress? Oh, God, it's that horrible mix of both. It's like enjoyable stress or stressful enjoyment. So, Riviere missing it in the first the first minute. Uh, I was uh, like, I thought in that in that split second, I thought we're definitely staying up and we're definitely going down. Both those thoughts went in my head at exactly the same moment, and I just for for ninety four minutes that that's how I experienced the game. Perez didn't start. Why was that? I think he's like his his form's not been great recently and I also think he, he was always one for the future and he's knackered and you can see it when he plays that he's not well, much fit but no I mean no one's form has been good recently no and he no. has at least scored something which Riviere has generally failed to yeah, do yeah but and Riviere gives you something else I think it was always <laughs> going to be a choice between <coughs> Perez and Cisse rather than yeah like Perez and Riviere Riviere had a really good game. <laughs> That's, that is amazing. Riviere is has become the first name on the team sheet. <laughs> well, Weirdly, they'd, they'd be fresher, wouldn't they? Going, in, he'd be fresher going in the last game of the season if he'd not uh, fitted so heavily. True. During it, thanks to spitting on Johnny Evans, he yeah. managed to keep himself fresh. Yeah. <laughs> pretty good. smart move when we needed him. I thought yeah. it seemed pretty set up for Cisse to score the winner, which of course he didn't. Yeah, he's got an amazing goals to game ratio this season, mm. best in the yeah. Premier League. 11 in 11. Yeah, but... I mean, I know it's only 11 games. Yeah, yeah. But that's still, that's... It's it's good, but we could have done with him. Like, I would have much preferred him not spit at Johnny Evans so that we had him for those games, because then we would have been safe ages ago. So hang on, you, you're saying you think he shouldn't have spat at Johnny Evans? Oh, I'm going to put myself there. out there, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So, um... As I say, I mean, I've only seen the highlights, which I know is disgraceful, but th- that... I mean, that's the only reason we're doing this podcast, so you guys can tell me what actually <laughs> happened in the game. Did we dominate, Paul? Yeah, possession-wise we didn't, but it felt... I don't think you ever felt West Ham were going to score, Yeah, really. There was no, the no. downing chance, which was offside. And the Nolan chance in the second half. Yeah, I think when you saw that's Kevin it. Nolan as well, you could tell from his face he really didn't want to score <laughs> yeah. against us. No. Word on the street is uh, that West Ham didn't appear to give much of a shit. Yeah, oh, I, right. I, I think the streets are correct yeah. on that one. I, but then it's the final game of the season, and the only other team in with something to to play for were Hull, and they were fighting. They, they were playing against Man U, who equally didn't give a shit and even gave away like a, a man advantage to help them out. I'd say and for, Hull, for, for us playing against West Ham, right? I think for all we've got Allardyce, who was like, let's get them down. Or however he talks. <laughs> We've got two men on the inside in Nolan and Carroll who would have been going around giving everyone dead legs in the <laughs> yeah. changing room as soon as yeah. Allardyce was outside. Do you, you think Carroll? No- Sorry. Do you think Kevin Nolan's got Newcastle in his heart? Do you think he? Cares? I think there's I an think effect. Of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. 
He's one of the few players of that team that escaped with any real honour. Yeah. Know? Yeah, good. He's well-liked. Yeah, I remember him scoring that hat-trick at Portman Road. I was there. Nice. It was great when the Bobby Robson stand. I was there too. Were you? Yeah. Oh, well, we didn't know each oh, other then. No. We could have got friends. a nice little B&B yeah. by the coast together. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... I want to talk about Jonas. Go on. I want to talk... Like We're going to go to Jonas now. That okay. lad. I've been holding it off. I... Oh, yeah. he, he deserves a statue. Like, not just for that game, but for the whole... The nightmare that he's been through. And f- to not only set up a goal, but to score the goal. And to score the goal that, that sealed the win. Was it was it to was be played Hollywood in his stuff. proper position yeah, for once yeah, as well? Yeah, exactly. It's what a player! As far very as, romantic. As far as giving him a statue in the economy of statues, can it be more like that child pissing in the fountain in <laughs> Brussels <laughs> than Bobby Robson, <laughs> <laughs> sort of eight foot totem? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, maybe a, a, a bust then. Yeah. yeah just pop that side somewhere. You've yeah. got to find him. It's like a Newcastle tourist trap. But well, who would have thought, though, a year ago, that Jonas would get that kind of sweet finish? And we have to assume it is—it's the end, isn't it, for him? Yeah, with Newcastle. Even if they were to offer him a contract, which they won't, he wouldn't take it. I would imagine he's—he had a brilliant game, but he's not good enough. No, he he's not good enough, and he—he he basically said that he wasn't willing to do this regime any favors. Yeah, no. <laughs> Can't blame him. Um, no, can't blame him at all. But what a way of finishing his career with us. And he, uh, on his big celebration after his goal, he he ran to... Car- you could see Carver was excited. Is he running to me? Is he running to me? He does love us. He loves us. Completely snubbed Carver. Yeah. And then we assume spouted some yeah. some stuff... At, um, at Ashley in the board, yeah. I think. That's yeah, apparently somebody lip-read wanker, which... I, I Would he have done it apt. in English? Yeah, his, his grasp of English is pretty no. good, and that's a good word to say. Yeah. If, you want, if you were talking to the Newcastle United board, I would suggest doing it in English. <laughs> but he might have had a friend, Juan, in the stand. <laughs> Juan Kerr. <laughs> Juan Kerr. <laughs> Married. <laughs> yeah. No. So, no, I would, would love to have known what he did say, but that was uh, exciting. And an amazing cross for the first goal as well. Yeah, 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 because like you said before, he's played in his proper, proper position. I remember when we first signed him, and let's not forget that first season, he was pretty disappointing. Yeah, I think everybody was, yeah. You know, yeah, that's, yeah. it's the nature of moving to a new country. Sometimes it doesn't work out at first. But I remember hearing about how he was the assist leader in La Liga hmm. when we signed him and that cross in this last game was was the sort of cross I had been expecting the, the thing that was on all of those YouTube videos yeah, exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah. that's definitely the best cross he's put in since because I would say his, he's always had a lot of heart but mm. much of his career has been defined by somehow holding on to the ball for quite a long time God, yes. and then Not putting really in a bad product yeah, yeah. Uh, certainly comes across as a nice man and we're I think it's safe to say collectively we are pleased for him God yeah <laughs> are we pleased for Sissoko getting uh, what could be described as the actual winning goal I don't know because he's been terrible for 
like I, like I say, like 17, 18 games, he's been mm. awful. And not just average, awful. And he's part of the reason that we've been down there and in the trouble that we are. So for him to run away tapping his badge and then at the end of the game pointing to his badge, it's... Who's he? Who's who's he kidding? Like I don't think you can praise him for stopping phoning it in. No, like, yeah. he's been he's been on holiday for the last sort of fifteen games. Yeah, so, would you would he argue he's been saving himself for the finale? <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what it is. What? <laughs> Ho- hoping that other players would step up, or, or maybe I think he would. If he argued that, then he's probably not going to get getting lumped. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he was tapping his badge, saying, "I would like a new one of these, please." <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, there was a, a, he released a statement today or yesterday, whenever you're listening to this, saying that um, is it? Did it say that he's turning down Champions League football, or he's he's saying he doesn't want Champions League football anymore? Basically, saying. I have no offers, yeah. and I'm going to stay. Going into the summer, so yeah, I think that was that, that's it. He's saying he, he's turning down Champions League football. So, <laughs> depending I, on what happens in the summer, which is basically what, depending if Yaya Toure leaves Man City, I would imagine that would be like that would I, have an influence. I, I just want to put it out there that I'm I'm turning down satellite TV uh, punditry to stay with the Newcastle Natter. Oh, just, we appreciate I'm, that. Okay. I'm turning down space travel. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> We appreciate that, Luke. Thank yeah. you. Paul, are you turning down anything? No. 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 Paul, so Paul Doolan, <laughs> shitty one. Paul Doolan is very much open to offers. Yeah, yeah nice. Yeah. Um, so, uh, let me think. So, Sissoko. So, you just mentioned... Who just mentioned the idea that he might replace Yaya Toya? I did. He's not a... Surely, he's not a Yaya replacement. I don't think he's that good. He might be in ability, in potential... Yeah, but not in temperamentally heart. for is, for twenty five seconds a game, he's the mirror image of Yaya <laughs> fastest player in the Premier League, Premiership. Yeah, I would say they've both had pretty similar seasons, though. They've both gone missing for long periods when mm. they're the ones capable of lifting their team single handedly. Maybe they've up. been meeting up, mm. <laughs> <laughs> not literally missing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, one of them did have the African Cup of Nations. It's very sort of yeah. <laughs> yeah. prescribed leave. So, um, Mike Ashley... Oh, but, but before I get on to Mike Ashley, let's talk about one more moment from the game uh, where we were playing four against one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> An incredible moment. Schoolboy yeah. stuff. It's Absolutely the only point stuff. of the game you can criticise Vernon and Eater for. Because yeah. that was... I would say that was his best game for Newcastle, oh, comfortably. By a mile. He yeah. was suddenly immense. A surprise starter, do you think? Not massively. Not with how Ryan Taylor's been playing. I mean, yeah. you, you kind of worried... Ryan Taylor would play rather than thought he would. Well, yeah. we, we we mentioned it on a previous podcast that he was be, like Ryan Taylor was keeping his spot because of his character, because of his experience and stuff. But Vernon, the, what we needed to do was play the right players in their right position. Yeah. So, so, so do you think that's the right place to play? Anita. Man, Anita, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it also allows because he's doing the. I mean, he's not doing the like the the deeper lying Chetiote role where he sits yes. in front of the back four. He's more flying around the centre and and picking up the the scraps. Uh, that allows Jack Colback to do his more deep lying uh, role where he's allowed to spray the passes and he's allowed to um, get involved and, and and act more like a like a really low rent kabai. 
Right. So I think, yeah, you play those two in there. You play in this game. You play Jonas out left, where he's supposed to play. You play Riviere alongside another striker, and you see the a better from both of them. Although, to be fair, CC had a really quiet game. And you, yeah, you play players in a proper position, and oh, there's a surprise. There's more cohesion. Well, it shouldn't take go- you that many games to figure that no, out, though, as a no. manager. Let's not get too excited about Anita, though. I mean. Has generally been shite. So, uh, Mike Ashley, oh. um, we heard his voice. Was it the voice yeah. you were expecting, Paul? It was the voice of Alan Sugar, from what I could make out. It was really, <laughs> I don't know why. I was, you know, when you just expect a completely different voice. Like, because he looks so much like Bobby Hill from King of the Hill. I was expecting a sort of Texan child voice, <laughs> which never came. But he, yeah. looked, he looked really nervous, didn't he? We, <laughs> well, he he does like shirk the the limelight as often as possible, but that that statement, why he didn't make it pre Christmas and then back it up with actually buying some players is a mystery because he could have spent buttons and we would have been to so crystallise the statement for us. Um, if you can he, summarise. So he his statement was that uh, the buck stops with him, and it's his fault that the Newcastle are in the position that they're in. However. All the footballing decisions are made by the footballing board, led by Lee Charnley. So he's already contradicting yeah. himself in, the, in his yeah. own. Uh, he's saying that he'll continue to invest without, but not spending a lot money. of money. Yeah, <laughs> he'll continue <laughs> to invest and try and get like lots of hours. Uh, value, service. Yeah, yeah, like a uh, value for money as much as possible. Um, he's not going anywhere until we win something, but he does include finishing fourth as winning something. Uh, he didn't make mention if he thought that winning the championship counts as winning something. Yeah, that would so. have been interesting if we'd gone yeah. there. Supposedly that's been clarified, okay. I think, that it, it, it was, wasn't it, meant by that. It was before the match, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so... That was weird. I wonder, we, yeah. Do you think some of that was to placate the fans, almost, to stop them in case it had gone bad? But it's, he, it, Sorry, go on. I think possibly, yeah. But... Um, I think it would. I don't think it would have been successful. Yeah. But you would imagine, there's. You would imagine he's been pushed in there by some PR. Yeah. It was that um, Bishop of Soho, whatever is like the you know Keith the PR, Bishop? Keith Bishop of Soho. His um, he's the PR guru that Mike Ashley's got. Um, I can tell from Ferguson's by the expression. I should clarify: okay. he's not a clergyman. <laughs> he's not an actual bishop. <laughs> it, was the, it was the bishop of sequined robes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. um, but the Sky Sports guy interviewing him is also a client of Keith Bishop. Yeah. So it was a very set up kind of. Uh, yeah. Here's yeah. The it seems very, ask me. very, to use an American term, softball questions. Oh yeah. yeah. But the other thing about that is that if it were to placate the fans. Well, the fans that were going to kick off are already in the stadium. I know, yeah. So not going to... But see. they've all got smartphones these days, Dave. Once the word gets out. Yeah. In the stands. What yeah. could he have said? That, is there anything Mike Ashley could, that, could have, that he could have said that would have completely changed people's opinions about him? Um, Party at mine. Party at mine. <laughs> 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 It would have been amazing if he spoke and suddenly he was the most likable, charismatic man. If he gave like a Martin Luther King style speech. <laughs> suddenly. Uh, if he came out at half time and did a Delia. Did, did he hear, just, just very briefly, did he hear her after the playoff final? She she had uh, no, a few. She had a few. Good old drunk Delia. It's oh, beautiful. Yeah. 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 Um, 
Although I would say, having used her recipes before, a little too buttery. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, that's it. We're we're up. That's sorted. Uh, Everything is is good now. And one reason I am delighted that we're up is that the Football League highlights are now going to be on Channel 5. So that was good enough reason to want to stay up. Um. Uh, or oh, something else in the build-up on the morning, there was a Kevin Keegan interview. Yeah. Oh, on Five, Five Live, yeah. You hear that? Yeah, yeah, I heard snippets and snatches of it. Uh, what was it? Um, you'd have to be on another planet to not understand this football club, and I think Mike Ashley runs this club from another planet. It, yeah. Like, I get what he was trying Keegan. to say. But it, was it was very Keegan. Very, yeah, it was very and he Keegan. sort of made like a little bit of a... a, a a nudge, nudge, wink, wink. That maybe he'd like to manage the club again, <laughs> which would be. I'd take him. Would you? Yeah. Well, over John Carver. Yeah. Well, let's get on the, to that. The, the, the dream would be those two. Just so much emotion in the dugout. <laughs> <laughs> Just blamed fury. But John Carver, in a way, is a bit like Terry Mack when he was Keegan's number two. So very oh, little yeah. technical ability or coaching ability, but just almost like, you know, on. Blockbusters, where they take on a little toy as a kind of mascot for luck, right. kind of like that. Showing your age. I was yeah. going to say like a rapper's hype man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, think, yeah. I, think, I think that's even better. He does. He's always seemed like someone who's won a competition. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, we're gradually running out of time. Um, let's go through the season awards. Cool. Okay. I mean, it seems. I'm. Um, it seems like it should be a pretty grim affair. In general, there's not a lot to celebrate. I mean, that final game, I should say, was the first time we've won at home by more than one goal since May 2014. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, there's a trend. Yeah. So, uh, player of the season, Dave? Got to be Jan Matt. By a mile, it's got to be Jan Matt. Yeah, I, th- I think Luke... I concur. Concurring? Yeah, but I don't think by a mile. I think Perez. Any, uh, yeah, honourable mentions. To by Perez, a kilometre. Somebody on uh, on Twitter, I think it was Bedford Mag, suggested Jonas, but I think you can't do that on the basis of one game. Uh, story, sorry, Bedford. Story of the season might be. Yeah, yes. certainly. Moment of the season as yeah. well, probably, yeah. you'd have to say. Um, I mean, I was going to controversially suggest. In a way, Sissoko, right, for player of the season. Yeah, just controversially, just to sort of say, if you're talking about the season as a whole, uh-huh. I would say between him and Yanyop Matt for the player who has reached the highest standards. Yeah, I think that's fair. And in the first half of the season, he was pretty good. And I know, Dave, you can make <laughs> as many faces as you like <laughs> at me, but I'm I'm here to give. Uh, I've just never seen somebody so wrong. I've just, I just yeah, but it's not about that. It's not about that, Dave. I'm talking from a neutral's perspective. But you're not. But I'm not a neutral. But that yeah. is. But I'm looking at. I'm trying to look at it from outside as a football expert, which I am. Yeah. That was playing that, cricket. And that was playing cricket. On, well, that gives you uh, playing cricket when the games are on. Gives you a real chance to have an unbiased. <laughs> Outsiders, plus it's like it's like when Clive Woodward went to Southampton as director of football. His knowledge from another sport was able to make him more incisive. There you go. 
Well, you know, I'm trying to be controversial, but in a way, in the first half of the season, Sissoko, I would say, was certainly our best player. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say the award, I'm going to call this Fooled Them Again. Uh, it's like this thing where you sort of like get by at gigs. Yeah. And uh, I would say like went to Mike Williamson. Yes. Yeah. Sort yeah. of should not be at this level, oh, but yeah. is. Somehow consistently, he's there. I mean, he was, he's probably up there with possibly the players played the most games this season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. How was he on Sunday? I, to be honest, he had a decent game. He very but nearly gave a penalty away. In the <laughs> first minute, minute. Yeah, that's true. I forgot is about he, that. Yeah. Is he? Uh, who, is he your shout for worst player of the season, Dave? Yeah, yeah absolutely. He, he's just absolute dog shit. He, he, sh- he shouldn't be. He shouldn't be at the level. But more importantly, I think that um, the the players that we've got coming through, like Lascelle and I think like Satka and a few of the young centre halves, are being held back by a guy who's clearly not up to this level. We should sell him to whoever's just gone down. Like we should sell him to Burnley. Sell him to someone like that because he's all right in the championship. Yeah, I but, think, but not in the Premier I think he'll stay in the top flight. I think if if he's going to go anywhere, he go to one of the teams that's just come up. Yeah, m- yeah, maybe. For, like, for blooding in the new centre half, surely that that's a thing. Depending on, I guess, who we get next as manager, isn't it? And yeah. how we look at the other tournaments. Well, yeah. we 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 can we can look into bringing some players up, but we also very much if if. Or if not, we get rid of Williamson. We desperately need to buy some defenders. Yeah, yeah. That much is clear. And one who's just become available, been released by Northampton Town, Ben Tozer. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, Tozer. So, worst player of the season, Luke? Uh, I'd probably go Williamson as well, yeah. Williamson. Paul? Yeah, I think it has Williamson. to be. Williamson. Okay, I'll but, concur with that. Okay, that's well, that's... A clean sweep on best and worst player mm. over the signings in the summer. Best signing, Dave oh, Perez. Perez. Yeah. Yeah, I think he'll be so much better next season. Yeah. You know, if you're looking a little bit further on. That's Luke says. Uh, I think you can't really look beyond Emmanuel Riviere. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Perez. Well, Jan Mart as well. One yeah. of those two. Yeah. Oh, that's true, isn't it? I mean, I've sort of forgot that. Yanmat was, was a signing in the summer. He didn't I mean, cost you would, a huge amount. Either. No, Yanmat was five million. I mean, logically, if Yanmat was the player of the season, surely he should be well, the best signing. I was but looking I, further on. Yeah, 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 a yeah. potential. I, I, yeah, I think no. Perez is shot because we signed him from the Spanish second division, whereas we signed Yanmat from, from the Eredivisie, yeah. and he was the the Perez, Dutch international, and he he came. Mm. Everybody was expecting him to play at a decent level, which yeah. Perez was. You know, in, in it was only a million. Yeah, one for the brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was a straight yeah. like for like replacement with Debussy, wasn't he? Janmark. Janmark, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and so he has done. He slotted straight in. Perez signing of the season. Worst signing? Cabela, I think. Ooh. Really? Has to really? Get it. Yeah. Just if you look at the money, mm. you're looking at what, 12, 13 million? 12 million, it? yeah. Oh, and okay. he's had, from what I can remember, three decent games. Mm. Interesting. Think, yeah. and Luke? I'd say, that, did we get Ferreira? Is he low? Because oh, <laughs> he's got to be there, because he just hasn't featured. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, I mean, we've did probably he spent a fair. Yeah, well, that. He, he, I don't think doesn't he doesn't count. Yeah, doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just going to look for some light. I mean, yeah. and he's gone, so that's. <laughs> he's here, will, here will forever be. He's up there with. Um, was it Gonzalez? Was that his. What, Nacho? Nacho, Nacho yeah. yeah, 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 Nacho Gonzalez. one yeah. of those sort of mystery Newcastle players. 
Yeah, he's with us for a year. Never played. So we Campbell. probably spent. He did play a few games. Yeah, I, was, I, mean, I would say probably we probably spent quite a lot of money on Ferreira. Yeah, in terms of wages. to rot away from the club. Yeah, I th- I'm going to say maybe it's controversial, but De Jong, <laughs> one appearance, one goal. But yeah, we knew that he's got a history of of injuries. Yeah, and we signed him anyway, and we spent a fair about mo- a fair amount of money on him, and we also seemed to pin our hopes on him being the linchpin, and we didn't have a mm. plan B. So I think that it was. It was a very risky, and it just hasn't paid off at all. I and don't think you can blame him for that. I'm not blaming not him. Blaming He's just him. the worst signing. Because we've seen us. It seemed like we're seeing two players to do one player's job mm. in that Cabela and De Jong can both sort of operate y- between yeah. the two roles that Kabai did. So I'm, yeah. I, I don't know about just. Well, I think it's notable him. that there's a lot more conversation to be had when we're talking about who was the worst signing. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, De Jong, that's a good shout. Cabela, Riviere, yeah, six million tricky. and hasn't really been it's one tricky. goal and, all it, season. I think it's I think it's difficult with worst signing of the one season. One goal and that came by kicking it against his <laughs> yeah. own Who, left boot. Yeah, scored three. Mm. Well, you don't well, in the, in the league, league cup. Uh, um, it's with worst signing. It's it's more about the the coaching and the tactics and the the manager. I feel because a best uh, like the best signing is one who can perform regardless and in spite of uh, adversity. Whereas, like Cabela, there's a good player in there. There really is. I really think that you get we play the ball more on the deck. We get somebody like De Jong who you can you mm. can interact with, and we'll see a really good player. Whereas, um, but I think if you look at De Jong when he's been on the pitch. He's looked very good. Yeah, albeit for the hour that he's been on. (laughs) He had a lot of time to understand how the players worked. You get a really good view from the stands. Cabela seems like the sort of player who would struggle in his first season in the Premier League. Quite lightweight, Mm. quite sort of continental style. De Jong, I think there's a strong case for him being worth signing, considering he had a collapsed lung. And then we all found out, oh, he's had one before. Did we not look into that? Yeah. yeah. Um, what was your goal of the season? Well, hang on. Have we established the worst signing? Because I know yeah, people will need to know. Dave says De Jong. Luke says... Oh, who did I say? Uh, Cabela. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll renege on whatever I said to go with De Jong. All right. And I'm going to say Cabela. Cabela. So I've got... I'll go with Dion just to. Actually, I'll go. I'm going to go back and say Cabela because I think his lack of quality was more of his own choosing. Interesting. Whereas mm. Dion had a collapsed lung. It's not like you can get in the weight <laughs> room and think, be like, I need to put £10 on, which was basically Cabela's choice. I think I think Riviere, which means we're split four ways, which. There's two for Cabela. Two, two, two for Cabela. Okay, okay mm. sorry. Yeah, Cabela then. Cabela. Okay, yeah. All right. Or. Um, as we'll he's a... called by that Sky commentator, what does he call him? Oh, Kabbalah. Kabbalah, Kabbalah. Um, go on, what was the next award? I was going to say, should we have like, a positive one next? Like, a a goal... positive award? Goal yeah, of the like, season. Goal of the season. Goal of the season, of the season. Of the season yeah. Okay. So I've got, I've got go four oh, wow. to, okay. to put out oh. uh, Perez so scored about six. <laughs> <laughs> Perez's uh, flick versus West Brom. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Uh, do you remember Colback versus Burnley? where um ball came over from Jan Matt just outside the area and he curled it into the bottom right hand corner. Yeah. 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 And Sammy's versus Hull 
Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Do you remember that? Like 30-yarder, yeah. Ben, Suarez, everything. And um, Cabela's versus Hull, again, same game. Uh, lovely, uh, like just a standard 25-yard long shot. Oh, I think Cabela's versus Hull. I mean, to cheer him up after just oh. being voted for the I think Perez's, just because it was, it was just out of nothing. It was mm. a, just a, I love a back heel. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I think... Rivier was gone for that. <laughs> Seriously, I think that's what he was trying to do against uh, West Ham, and that's why it looked so stupid. Oh, I can just picture that Perez goal now, actually. Yeah. I think yeah. you might be right. Perez. I, I, I like Perez. Uh, I really like that uh, Sammy Obi goal. I thought, oh, this seems like a little glimpse to the future of yeah. Newcastle. It was like, oh, this is good, fast play. Mm. Well, his contract's up, so we'll see. It was a good game, that actually, the whole game. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It was a nice one. Any more awards? I was just going to say that, last, uh, what, which was your best game? Best game. I think best, certainly, result was beating Chelsea. Mm, the 2 0, yeah. Not just beating them, but ending their unbeaten two record. Won, wasn't it? We were two oh, yeah, won. it was, of course, yeah. Drogba scored. Because yeah. up to that, everyone was talking about them going the season invincible. <laughs> and for the team that stops that to be harsh, oh, <laughs> yeah, <fit. laughs> <laughs> it was nice. I mean, we're, what we don't like is six-point games. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Like if we can really nail the three-pointers. And <laughs> the, um, I mean, an honourable mention maybe to Man City away. Oh, in the League Cup. In the League Cup. But yeah, that was a huge Cup, moment. So, mm. Especially when you look at the team that we fielded compared to the team that they fielded. Yeah. That was, that was a, not being funny, that was basically a giant killing. That we, we, that was the bit when we all started to spunk in our pants a little bit about <laughs> Rolando Arons. Yeah. Yes. And uh, Medi Abid. And Medi Abid. Mm. Well, those were the days. Well, hopefully. One's for the future. Mm-hmm. Worst game of the season? Leicester. Leicester. Yeah. The, not the cup one. The 3-0. Yeah, 3-0, 3-0 yeah. Williamson yeah. and Yanmar sent off. Yeah. QPR. Oh, yeah. QPR like that what a couple of weeks yeah ago. a couple of games because that was the game that we should easily have won and if you look at their form out like three games before that they lost heavily the game after that they lose heavily we're the only <laughs> win they've had <laughs> but that that was absolutely the worst because the, the our players just just didn't look up so for it there's just no fear when you play Newcastle do you know no, what I mean yeah. it seems like there's that thing where teams might go oh yeah I think we're going Maybe oh, get yeah. something off so and so if they're away <laughs> from home. But they're like, that's ah, Newcastle. Yeah, let, let, let's just turn up. <laughs> In a way, it's kind of a sign of respect. It's form book out the window. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bit of a mention to Southampton away. That was awful. Oh, oh, you were there, us. weren't you? That, yeah. was, uh, that was incredibly bad. Oh, yeah. That was uh, the worst performance I'd ever seen. The uh, Tottenham in the Cup. White oh, Hart Lane. Yeah. That was not enjoyable. No. Especially the wait that's to true. get in before the game. Soldado well. yeah. scored, and that's when you know you're in trouble. Yeah. You left early, didn't you, Luke? I did, yes, to yeah. work. To mm. work. But we were kept outside that game for the first, what, 20 minutes as yeah. well? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Couldn't get into the stadium. Yeah. And we also had a right old twat in front of us, <laughs> didn't we? <laughs> I mean, if anything, you could maybe say things got worse once you got into the stadium. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Aware of the game. That guy was one of my highlights of the season. He was sat in front of us with his girlfriend, very broad Cockney accent, just shouting at Spurs, saying, Ah, you Cockneys! (laughs) (laughs) You Cockney wankers! (laughs) (laughs) We are the (laughs) Geordies! It was painful. And he had his top off at one point, and the woman who was with him was clearly having the worst sort of 
date night <laughs> of, of her life. life. <laughs> I bought us tickets for something real nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, if the awards are over... Oh, I've got go on, one on. more. Go on, quick. Best John Carver quote. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, there's there's been on. a lot. Go on. Uh, a couple that I've got. The QPR game, him saying it was because of the temperature. Oh, and it yes. being too hot. About that, yeah. Yes. The, uh, it, was about, I mean, it, was about, it was about 19 Celsius. Yeah. A bit sunny. Yeah. sunny. I mean, it was hardly USA 94. <laughs> no, there were no <laughs> was, water breaks needed. Yeah. No. Him saying he believes he's the best coach in the league. Yeah. 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 And I think my favourite is we're not going to park the bus against Man City immediately followed by a 5 nil defeat. <laughs> <laughs> well, I maybe should have parked the bus. Yeah. I like the one, what was the one about, oh, we need, um, uh, uh, a win would be nice, but it's all about the three points. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think that wins. I just hated him channeling dead people all throughout the season, like, oh, oh yeah. Bobby's with us and this is with us and that, yeah. oh, it's just like, like we did it for like, Diana. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be alright if there were good ones. Yeah. Or if he was like doing voodoo in the yeah. changing room or something. They get like, you know, when there was the beach ball in yeah. Liverpool, if we had some stuff like that, just skeletons coming out and interfering with play. <laughs> Did you see this about Yuri Geller? Oh, God. Yuri no. Geller said that uh, he was going to um, uh, he was going to influence the game and, and, and G up the team because he's a Newcastle fan. He's, he's not a Newcastle yeah. fan. But he said, oh, but he's not we'll going to... We'll have win. a statue of him. <laughs> <laughs> but he wasn't going to touch the ball the because he did that against uh, England, Scotland, and he, and he thought that was that he's wasn't the fair. Was yeah, that that was un, unfair for him to have a... Oh, what a prick. Weirdly, no, though, it'll be up there. He'll be up there with John McCreerick for my least favourite <laughs> Newcastle fan. <laughs> but yeah, Yuri Geller, would you say even with those statements, he's more delusional than John Carver or less? Less, less, absolutely less. So he, John Carver, uh, is he going to stay? Are no. we going to keep him? No. Can we hold, hold on to him? That's the question. <laughs> yes. There's he, been rumoured interest from uh, Blythe Spartans. Yeah. There's a new tea lady. There is no way he's going to be the... Apps, like I know that I made these bold predictions and a lot of them yeah. didn't go off but I did say that we would definitely stay up yeah. I did say that West Ham wouldn't score so I think I've got a little bit of currency to use mm, here two I swallows will... don't make a summer <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be Carver it's definitely not going to be Carver as head coach he might stay at the, the, the club in some he role like, coach. Yeah. Uh, he might yeah. be yeah. I think he'll driver. Yeah. Mike or, Ashley has a tendency to to make some pretty amazing decisions. Yeah, joking here twice. Pardew, Shearer. So who is going to be the manager? McLaren? Nah, I don't think so. It wouldn't surprise me because it would mean I think McLaren would be willing to work with Carver as number two one of the current coaches. It's just the cheapest been option. Just but been he's, sacked. He's, he's thumbed his nose at us twice, mm. and I think we'll. Um, I, th- I honestly think it's going to be a foreign manager. I think it'll be. I know it seems to have gone quiet, but it'll be Gard, it'll be Gaultier, it'll be the um, the manager of Green Gamp, whose name escapes me. His second name escapes me, but his first name's Jocelyn. Right. Which is nice. So for uh, McLaren, right? Yeah. I feel like that's a, a, it's a tricky... Um, so when you were saying he's thumbed his nose um, or whatever act, it was during the season when it was horrendous. I said, right, um, we've got this ship... It's called the Titanic. Um, <laughs> would you, we need a pilot, right? Yeah. We, need, we need a captain. Uh, yes, it is. It is 
heading towards sea level, but <laughs> it's got hope. Maybe next year. Yeah. No, this is well done for remembering that the people who run ships are not called pilots. <laughs> oh, <for> sure, yeah. <laughs> I, th- I thought I'd innovate, but um, it's a good point, though. I mean, I don't know if that counts him him thumbing his nose. I mean, I, I would. I'd be surprised, Mike Ashley. I mean, went for a foreigner. I mean, he just. It goes against what he's done so far. He's never employed a foreigner, has he? Well, in his time, not in even in Sports Direct. <laughs> <laughs> Only on zero hours contracts. Yeah. I, I just, I can't see it being an English because it's not going to be. I don't think it'll be McLaren because I think, you know, you turn us down twice, and I don't think shame on. Yeah, exactly. Us. Shame on fooling us. And there, there aren't that many others out there that are out of contract that we'll be interested in. So that leaves foreign coaches. And I think it's it's people like Loudrup, it's people like Remy Gard and, and that lot that fit the mould of this, um, you know, head coach rather than manager rolled up yes. the one. Yeah, okay. yeah, because Gard's all right with that, isn't it? Yeah. He's like yeah. super happy mm. in that mould. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We will see. Um, there's a lot of things uh, that remain to be seen this summer. It's going to be inter- an interesting summer. We won't be doing pods during the summer. We're all going, of course, we're all going to summer together in the Hamptons <laughs> um, we're going to Marbella or Mabala yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean any particular it's hard to say about signings there's there's been a, some rumours clearly put out by the club this week about a signing Andy Carroll which seems like the club sort of thinking what what do they want what do they want they want Geordies don't they <laughs> Andy <laughs> Carroll he'll do it's like I mean that would is, be is that a, from us or from them or from his agent, you know. It could just be from the media who, because they'll just go, they'll have a list of players that, because we get linked to him every bloody yeah, yeah, yeah. really I wouldn't, I wouldn't want, I mean, that would be, considering we've got so many injury prone players. Yeah. Yes. I'd much rather have Charlie Austin, who we yeah. won't get, I would imagine. Yeah. We but, keep getting linked with Danny Ings as well, and we won't get him. There's just better clubs that. after yeah. Well, it depends, because if, if, if Ings goes to Liverpool or to Spurs, whichever one it is, then. Liverpool and Spurs might be looking at a different class of striker to us. Like, there's rumours of Liverpool being into um, uh, Lacazette that we used to be into a couple of seasons ago. So if they go off and sign him for however much, for like 20, 30, 40 million or whatever, they're not going to then also want Ings and Austin. So So we might get some scraps. Yeah, we might get the scraps. But if the scraps are Ings and Austin, I'd have them over Riviere. Yeah, Okay. Well, I mean, we could go on forever about signings, but I mean, there's... Go on then. Who would if? Who would we? Who do we? What do we desperately need? I mean, we say this all the time. We desperately need a whole new team. Centre half. We definitely need two like centre halves. Yeah, at least yeah, two centre halves. I think we need a proper striker like an Ings or an Austin, but um, and also a central midfielder that's got a bit of creativity about them. So I think we need at a least whole new team. Really, I think we need probably two players who can close to guarantee you. 38 games a season yeah. just some stop going for cheap injury prone players mm. yeah. and there's a there's a there's a I'm inclined to say oh let's get rid of most of the team but we've got such a bare squad that we're going to have to hold on to quite a few players that we're not particularly happy with I'd be that's what I was thinking about a clear out of a couple of the people who weren't there I had a suggestion for the uh for the award, which was going to be like too little, too late, really, which was just like the sort of appearance of a neat or something like that. But I think Coricini could go. I don't know whether people would miss him, yeah. really. Mm. 
you know. Yeah, I think it's yeah, probably it's part of the two centre-halves, yeah, get him out. And we should In have fact, them. isn't his contract up? Next no. year. Next year. Yeah. Same with Oberton. There's another oh, another year of him. No one's going to sign well, him. Well, college Haney is probably just going to run his contract down then, eh? I mean, unless it goes on it depends what somewhere. De- it depends what deal that they've struck with uh, San Lorenzo in Argentina. Because it might have been... You you'll play for one more season because we didn't want to let him go. You can play for one more season mm. here, and then we'll let you go at a cut price or something. The I, point I don't is, know. no one's he's gonna he's gonna have to either accept a wage cut or yeah. run his contract down on here, here, or we're gonna have to pay someone else thirty thousand pound a week to take for him. him, to, yeah. to take mm. him. Well, I think that's um, that brings us towards an end of sorts. I mean, it's. It's been a miserable season, <laughs> but it was it was a nice way to end it. Yeah, I think I've enjoyed being in the company of you men. <laughs> I think we should hire out a studio every Tuesday anyway. Good plan. We'll just and sit just, here and chat. Just sit here and chat well, through the summer. Yeah, just through the summer. Just just meet up and just talk about <laughs> our relationships and stuff. Hobbyist matter. Yeah. yeah. I should say this should be the too little, too late award. We are this week recording it in a proper, really nice studio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is quite amazing. So, um, thank you very much, Paul. Thank you. Thank you, Luke. Thanks. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Luke. Uh, <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, do follow us at Newcastle Natter on Twitter. Do rate us on iTunes. Do. Tell your friends and do please have the nicest of summers and (laughs) we will be back uh, sometime around the first game of the season. Bye. 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 Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.